we are here to try to respond to the aspirations of the young people of uh, Spain and of uh, South Africa. Uh, but safe to say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to conduct tomorrow a, a formal bilateral consultation with my counterpart there. Uh, and what anchors our bilateral consultation, uh, of course, is the matter around uh, bilateral uh, economic uh, uh, cooperation that we have uh, uh, with Spain. Uh, the first issue is that uh, we, we, of course, came to restate uh, that South Africa is open for business. Uh, we have, as many of you know, that after the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, where we have led with quite innovative scientific uh, 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 the discoveries, have opened up our, our economy. Um, and the key matter around uh, the rethink of the COVID-19 pandemic is obviously the first issue that I wanted to put on the table, ladies and gentlemen, the question is for business people, what is different today than before COVID-19 pandemic in South Africa and in Africa? Well, we have the African Continental Free Trade uh, Agreement in place. It became operational in January 2021 during uh, COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic. And I thought, Program Director, it's important just to give you one key figure for Spanish business community to understand the significance of this freight trade, uh, trade agreement for, for South Africa and uh, the African states. Uh, we have exported to the rest of Africa during 2021 during the first year of the operationalization of the free trade agreement, uh, 385 billion worth of goods elsewhere to Africa. Compare with 350, uh, 355 billion to the EU, compare with 385 billion uh, to the rest of Africa. So for the very first time, ladies and gentlemen, South Africa's export the rest of Africa superseded our exports to the EU as a bloc for the very first time. And this happened during and under the constraint of the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is significant. Obviously, what we are having a discussion with, with the, my, my counterpart uh, in Spain is how do we ensure that if there is a deep bilateral uh, economic relationship between South Africa and Spain and Spanish companies deeply invest in the manufacturing and labor intensive industries. How do we utilize that as an opportunity for them to continue to do business using the bilateral trade agreement to pivot on the multilateral African continental trade agreement? So that is part of our conversations uh, uh, that we are going to uh, engage on uh, tomorrow and that we'll continue to in, uh, in, uh, engage on uh, with, with the Spanish uh, 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 you know, authorities. Importantly, we are the only uh, African state that have a um, preferential, uh, what we call uh, uh, a strategic partnership with the EU.
Um, and what that means, ladies and gentlemen, EU member states, including Spain, have a number of uh, interventions that support investment into South Africa. Um, and we would want to encourage, obviously, that uh, you know, the Spanish community uh, actually take uh, charge of that type of uh, opportunity. Uh, in terms of the uh, inflation, uh, we normally have a target in South Africa to keep our inflation at between 3 and 6% because of a number of factors, including COVID-19, uh, uh, the war in, uh, uh, in Ukraine, and concomitant inflationary pressures. As we are speaking, ladies and gentlemen, our inflation rate stands at 5.9%. But we think it's quite uh, manageable. Um, coupled with that, we have what we call special economic zones. So in South Africa, we have 10 very pertinent specific special economic zones that offers a reduced uh, tax rate of 15%. That special economic zones, ladies and gentlemen, uh, straddles across your agro-processing uh, green economy and automobile type of sectors. So the first question that you must ask the embassies of South Africa and Spain is what is the economic uh, sectors of priority and what is the special economic zones for further opportunities? Um, and I'm raising this because, because of this special economic zone, South Africa is the preferred uh, destination for 180 out of 500 uh, uh, top uh, fortune companies in the world. So 180 of the 500 fortune companies in the world have South Africa as its preferred uh, destination. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the, the challenges on, on youth economic empowerment, uh, it's also a, a very unique, what I call opportunity dividend. South Africa has 60 million people, of which 63% of those people are 35 years and younger. So you have a high level of uh, 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 anticipation of young people in relation to how do they find expression in the mainstream economy. And we have made a commitment that we would want to uh, envisage a situation where there is a deepening partnership with youth uh, uh, initiatives, uh, with the empowerment in particular of young people in South Africa. And what we have in return, ladies and gentlemen, that is reciprocal from the side of the South African government, we have what we call your youth uh, uh, em uh, uh, employment stimulus programs, your YES programs, where there's very specific tax uh, incentives to companies that employ uh, and empower young, uh, young people in South Africa. So again, it's an opportunity uh, uh, you know, for us to upscale our bilateral trade agreement. Uh, the last time, the highest in terms of our bilateral economic trade uh, between South Africa and uh, Spain stood at just over 51 uh, uh, billion rand. We think there's ample opportunity uh, for Spain to uh, upscale 
her investment in South Africa and to enhance the bilateral uh, 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 trade cooperation. And I think I have taken note about uh, the matter that we should continue to discuss in terms of the limitations um, uh, in relation to especially your agricultural uh, uh, products, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that there is issues about the EU that we obviously have to uh, continue to have uh, discussions about. The, the rating agencies, ladies and gentlemen, both S&P and Moody's have positively upgraded uh, South Africa's uh, economic uh, 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 fortunes um, uh, to stable. You know, we were stable, we are now positive. So it has been positively uh, upgraded uh, from stable to positive. Uh, what it means is that uh, what the rating agency says uh, is that South Africa as a preferred destination uh, has actually upscaled its outlook. Uh, you know that we have a very strong independence judiciary who is the final arbiter on all disputes in South Africa, especially in economic disputes. So in as much as we have government regulations that conform to constitutional requirement, uh, the courts is the final arbiter on uh, disputes uh, in terms of uh, even your conduct as it relates to uh, any challenges uh, with government. So apart from a government that would want to encourage more investment into South Africa, uh, you have a codified judiciary uh, that supports uh, the rule of law in South Africa. And that is key and critical. For, 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 for any uh, uh, investment uh, 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 methodology. Then, ladies and gentlemen, as we are speaking, we would want to encourage uh, this forum to ensure that we upscale investment in South Africa. As we speak, we have uh, 39 uh, foreign direct investment projects that is active in South Africa. Obviously, your ambassador designate would say uh, it could, it's more or less double the figure. Um, and that's why I can't wait for him to, uh, you, you know, return back to South Africa so that we have uh, this type of earnest discussion. You have heard, ladies and gentlemen, where's the opportunities? Firstly, your opportunity, uh, apart from your African Continental Free Trade Agreement, your second major opportunity for investment is in renewable energy. All right, uh, you have heard uh, 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 the lady from uh, Department of Trade, uh, uh, Investment and Competition. Why? Because in Glasgow, uh, we made a commitment to ensure that uh, we reduce our carbon emission footprint in South Africa. Because of that co political commitment, uh, Financing facility of 8.5 billion US dollars was availed to South Africa. And as I left South Africa, ladies and gentlemen, en route uh, to Europe, we had discussions with a number of uh, climate envoys in relation to which is the, what of that amount is concessional financing, uh, grant financing loans, and which of that will come from existing multilateral uh, financial 
uh, agencies. Uh, so the debate and the need for us to ensure that we become green, I think it's paramount. Uh, we are closing in August uh, what we call uh, but we, Windows 6, ladies and gentlemen, which is a program that uh, allows for uh, independent uh, power, power producers to actually uh, deepen participation in the renewable energy uh, field. And from the but Windows 6, uh, 2,600 of megawatt of generation capacity uh, will, be, uh, will be available. When we look at the mining industry broadly uh, speaking, we are looking at 4,000 megawatt um, in terms of your opportunity dividend within the uh, mining industry. And out of your, your gas sector, uh, we are looking at 3,000 megawatt uh, of gas power uh, that is complemented by 500 watt uh, of uh, battery storage that is available for energy entrepreneurs. Um, so if uh, any Spanish business uh, person asks, where's the opportunities? The opportunity is big in renewable energy. The opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, it's big in terms of uh, your automotive, automotive sector, uh, in particular the green sector, because we are now obligated uh, to look at uh, the issues about electrical cars. Um, I can just take you into confidence that we have uh, just recently, uh, you know, via President Ramaphosa, uh, opened up a, a hybrid electricity type of a plan with one of South Africa's uh, bilateral partners. So there's quite significant opportunity. The last opportunity that we, obviously, in terms of renewable energies, that we need to uh, unpack is the opportunity in terms of uh, green hydrogen uh, 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 valleys uh, that is available, uh, that is banked, banked, bankable uh, type of a project. So we would want to, you know, invite the program director, Spanish companies, to appreciate that South Africa is open for business. Um, if you come to South Africa uh, and you deeply partner with uh, young enter local enterprises, uh, you are going to be looked favorably upon. Uh, so that is what we are trying to say to you. Uh, if you partner with a young human company uh, uh, in South Africa, uh, you know, your, your credentials of empowerment uh, just keep on rising. And that is the message that we, we give because that is the policy uh, paradigm uh, that we are, uh, uh, you know, avail having available from the president of, of South Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, obviously, um, as I conclude, uh, it is important uh, to ensure that we promote sustainable livelihood and resilience of young people for better tomorrow in South Africa. That uh, motto of the South African Youth Month, find good resonance from the economic recovery plan of Spain, which also speaks about building resilience. So the Spanish people say post-COVID-19 they would want to build a resilient economic uh, recovery uh, uh, regime. The South African government uh, says 
when we build a, this resilient recovery uh, plan, uh, we would want to ensure that we fortify the role of uh, ensuring there's a resilience young people that find expression uh, within that uh, type of uh, architecture. Thank you very much, uh, Program Director.